Device Nation. Greetings and salutations, Device Nation. You're home for the greatest show on earth, and we know that show is Medical Device Sales with ideas, stories, and interviews, but not today to take you from good to great. This is Kevin Brown, your voice of calm in times of stormy weather. And now you know why they never asked me to sing in a band but once. And that's why I picked up the electric guitar. The voice is not my thing. So look, I hope you guys are having a great week, uh, a good day. I know I I had some challenging things this week, but we're getting through it. We're going to keep driving this ship forward. Uh, Today is going to be a day of just us talking. No interview. We are flying without a net. I just wanted to share some thoughts with you. It'll be a, a much shorter podcast today, but I know how a lot of you are. You're just as ADD as I am, and you probably said, thank you. Make it short. Make it sweet. So let's all just take a deep breath, okay? I've got this app on my phone. I think it's Calm or whatever. I don't know how it got on my phone, but every now and then it sends me this notification to breathe. I'm like, I don't need a notification to breathe. But I think in this scenario with what's happening to a lot of us right now, we do need to take a breath. And I'm going to use that as an opportunity to tell you a story about a dear relative of mine who has since passed. Her name was Sarah Lee. Loved this woman. Loved this woman. And one thing that she did in particular I want to make note of because I think it'll be helpful because we've all done this. I've done this. She would project over the horizon in any given situation and predict an outcome that had not transpired uh, stamp upon that outcome, a negative outcome, and then react to it physically. And you're thinking, okay, what does that mean exactly? Well, I'll give you an example. In traffic, we would be riding around. She would see somebody up in front of us uh, slam on brakes to turn right, and I saw it. I was prepared for it, but she already projected the fact that we hit them, and she would react and just absolutely freak out, right? Right? So I think a lot of us need to take heed of this and look at that scenario and make sure that we're not doing that in the current situation of not projecting over the horizon and you're already seeing your family is bankrupt, you have no job, and you're down here at Myrtle Beach living in the park or in a van down by the river. So you can't do that. You can't do that. I think 90% of the time when I do that, 99% of the time when I do that, what I was truly fearing was going to happen really never did. So reacting to it in the present serves no one because I need to be that rock in the stream that no matter how crazy the waters are all around me, I am solid. My family needs that. My children needs that. My customers need that. A lot of people are feeling very angsty right now and they need to see solid and secure. We can't be solid and secure If we're reacting to, uh, again, I call it projection panic, when we're fearing something that has not even happened. As I tell my wife all the time, I will let you know when it is time to truly panic. So let's keep ourselves, force ourselves to stay in that 12-hour window. Let's just get through today because I can tell you as somebody who's been around this thing for a while, 24 hours can change everything. A phone call, a change in this or that, 
I can't tell you how many times that I thought uh, I was going off a cliff and something happened. So keep your hope alive, people. Let me throw some rain and sunshine at you. I, a nurse said that to a surgeon one time. I loved it. I made it my own. Rain and sunshine. So the rain. Let's start there. Just tell you a story, and I, I, this is how I want to end this, just to encourage you all. Uh, when my father passed away, probably the most difficult thing I've ever walked through in my life, uh, I was cleaning out his house uh, of things, the second hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, and I was going through his storage building, and there I came across all of his company awards. I, I tell you what, I felt like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now, that silver bullet right in the forehead, and I saw my life in a whole new way. You know, I, I've won a lot of awards in this business, uh, gotten to do a lot of things, and that's all great, but I am soberly aware that that stuff's just going to end up in a storage room one day, and my kids are going to be throwing it away. And really, the only thing that's going to stand the test of time is going to be what I did for other people. I get people all the time go, why are you doing this podcast? Why are you doing these LinkedIn meetings and all that? You know, it's all about helping people. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Sales is helping. So stop being a sales rep and look for just ways to help people. And that needs to permeate your whole life. You can't be that way at work and then go home and then you're somebody else. I, I think you're faking it one side or the other. So you just need to be that person 24-7. So this podcast is here to help people. These LinkedIn meetings are there to help people. I know for a fact that in the absence of information, we oftentimes fill that void with negatives. So uh, bringing information to y'all to just help us all stay positive and keep moving forward is what's going to stand the test of time. It won't be how many diamonds I have in my President's Club ring or was I part of this committee or that committee? That stuff just gets forgotten. That stuff just gets forgotten. What you do for people will be the only thing left after you are gone. Trust me on that. I'll never forget a Depew rep who I respect very much. We happened to be at the same restaurant, and I saw him across the room, but I didn't say anything. He was with a date. And I took my uh, now married daughter. She must have been 12 at the time. I, th I thought it would be a good idea to take my daughters out on dates, right? So that they would have some expectations of how a guy's going to treat them. And I was going to set that bar high. So oh, pull a chair away for them, you know, engage them in conversation, you know, all that stuff. Just to try to set a bar. So this particular night, my daughter said, I need to use the restroom. She left and my friend, the Depew rep, came over to my table and he said look you get out of this business and after two years they can't remember your name three or four years go by and they can't even remember the company you work for but what you were doing tonight she is never going to forget and I made a mental note of that because that is so true again it's what you do with people is what stands the test of time so I look at people as an ATM machine you know, where we make selfless deposits carrying not one bit about a withdrawal, uh, you will wake up one day and find that you are a very wealthy person. And knowing that that was never your growth strategy, right? Now, I know it sounds counterintuitive. As we make selfless deposits into that ATM machine called people, 
that bank account is going to grow, but that's not the reason why you do it is to make it grow, right? Because again, people smell opportunism, you doing something to get something. So if we kill that part of us and just do these investments, I'm telling you, it's going to grow and you're going to have something left standing after you're gone. And none of us know when that day is. So that's the sunshine of it. Don't don't get all negative Nelly on me with all this or start playing dust in the wind. Uh, this is good stuff I'm handing to you. So all this stuff we've been talking about the last couple weeks, I, I think it's very relevant to what's going on. You know, the whole subordination, empathy, time, you know, making yourself inferior to other people right now is critical. Uh, empathy, understanding where they're at. I have people on both sides of the equation I'm running into, people that don't think this is a big deal, this whole, whole virus, uh, coronavirus. And then I have people who are uh, Book of Eli right now. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to see that movie. Probably one of the best movies ever. So I find that if I'm truly walking in empathy, I can affirm people on either side of that. I can affirm people on either side of that aisle, right? If I argue with them, if there's somebody that doesn't think it's a big deal and I make it a big deal, I'm not really empathizing at all. I'm debating them. Or people that think it is Book of Eli and they're uh, buying up every last thing, you know, that I can get in their world and understand where they're coming from as well without trying to make it not as important uh, when all I'm doing there is just airing my own opinion. So that's what empathy is, right? And then investment of time into people. You have time right now. What are you doing with it? If you're just spending it uh, watching a Netflix series, I mean, that's well and good, but I think these are times that demand uh, kind of a refocus, a recalibration of what are we doing on the people side. Now, I know that this is also a good time to sharpen our sword in terms of our product knowledge, and that is good. That's part of helping people, by the way. The better I am at my job and the more I know about what I'm doing, I'm bringing value to the people in the room uh, if and when cases ever get going again, and I'm bringing value to the surgeons that I work with. So I am helping by taking advantage of these WebExes and you know, just trying to do those things that was really hard to do a few weeks ago, right? The tyranny of the urgent gets everybody a medical device if you're not careful. It's very hard to proactively work on career development and knowledge development when you're just running instruments and implants and templating and just trying to stay ahead of that boulder in Indiana Jones that's bearing down on you, right? I think most days I get home and I feel like, just like him, that I got that hat under the door just at the last minute. Practical examples. How can we walk this stuff out right now? Have you called purchasing to see how are they doing? Do they need anything? A lot of you have connections on LinkedIn. Even if you don't, you see people advertising the fact, hey, we've got respirators. Hey, we've got this or that. Find out what your purchasing people are um, maybe struggling with and see if you might be able to help them in ways that don't make you a dime. But it doesn't matter, right? We're going to make deposits in that ATM machine. Uh, have you checked in with your surgeons? Not, uh, not so that you can try to sell them something because they have this downtime, but how are they doing? How this, how's their family doing? Is there anything you can do to help? Uh, what about your family? Forget this work stuff and things that we actually get money from. What about... The family stuff. Have you asked your significant other, hey, how are you doing? And then be prepared to listen and empathize and invest some time in that. What about your kids? Have you sat them down, if you have any, and say, you know, how are you doing? What are your thoughts on this? I saw this tragic story of a 
girl that committed suicide over in England, just a beautiful young lady, because she was so stressed out about being quarantined and all this stuff. And I thought, what a tragedy. That never had to happen. Somebody needs to be uh, connecting with the young people right now and not get so self-absorbed that we're, we're looking at our own self and what's going to happen to me. Instead, just stop all that right now. You know, stop it. Again, your projection panicking. Uh, don't worry about 24 hours from now, just 12 hours, and who's right in front of you that needs your engagement right now, right? That's a tall order, but you can do it. I know you can do it. I'm speaking to the best of the best. Uh, when I did that LinkedIn meeting the other day and I was just putting those email addresses in there, I just felt so honored and privileged to have the people that I have in my audience. Um, y'all are truly some really awesome folks, and um, I wish you all the best as we walk through this thing together. And we're going to see the other side of it. I've seen some serious ups and downs in this business over my career. And I feel strongly that this is going to pass, and the people that are truly called to this business will weather the storm and get through it. It's just how are we doing it in the meantime, right? Are we crawling? Are we walking? Are we gasping for breath, so to speak? How are we doing it? We want to be doing it in a way that's positive and just a strength to everyone around us because they need it. These are tough times. There's no way to uh, there's no way to sugarcoat that and make it something that it's not. So. Anyhow, I hope this helps you all. Uh, really look forward to seeing you all Friday. If I do not have your email address, please DM it to me on LinkedIn, and I will get you an invite. It's going to be a rep-to-rep -rep conversation, a roundtable, a company agnostic, just about what you're seeing, what can we be doing uh, to help us all through this thing. And I think we're going to get through it together and come out on the other side with some changes that are really going to help us all do this thing better. We're going to have Dr. Ugo Iroko from New York City, who's going to open up the show for us Friday with a lay of the land as to what's going on in that great city. He has a master's in health policy and just provided an, a perspective this last meeting that was amazing. And I can't wait to bring him back on. If you have any questions specific to the medical side, send that to me as well at devicenation at protonmail.com. And I will make sure that I ask him that. It's going to be a great show. So anyhow, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking time out of your life to let me share my heart with you today. Let's make a concerted effort this week, all of us, to be strong, be smart, be positive, and most importantly, to be safe. Mm -hmm.